This is Adina Mignona, author of Crazy Foolish Robots, a humorous science fiction novel you can find on Amazon. I am so happy to be able to say congratulations to Jesse for six years of set lusting Bruce. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and returning guest, Laura, joins me, and Laura has a glow about her because she has recently gone to Broadway and saw the man. Welcome back to the show, Laura. Great to be here, and congrats on your six-year anniversary of the podcast. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yep, that's a lot of Springsteen stories. So, absolutely. How have you been doing? Pretty well. Classes just started. Okay. Um, I'm kind of nervous for them. Yeah, because of COVID or just, uh, just not, and you're not used to going in person? More like, because I came in undecided, I got to take easier, like, gen ed classes. And I decided on a major, I have to take harder classes. What's your major? Sociology and French with a minor in international relations. Okay, yeah. Maybe a minor in Spanish. I'm still debating on that. And so, yeah, I, I remember my son talking about, you know, those upper level classes can get tougher. Right versus the generic, none, not that any college course is easy, but yeah, absolutely. So, well, uh, I am good luck. I know you're going to do well, you do well at anything you put your mind to, but yes, I, I understand being a little nervous. Uh, so let's get right into it. So, you originally were supposed to go see Bruce and then remind everyone what happened and how it got delayed so everything that was like going wrong kind of went wrong yes it all started when tsa was like we don't recognize your id and i'm like it's not a fake it's real and they're like i believe that but it's not recognizing it so i had to like go up and like get it signed by bag by the baggage claim person. And and was this just a regular like driver's license or a government ID? Yeah. Wow. And then I got nervous. And then there was this family that like was taking forever. And I'm like sort of getting mad at them. Or like I'm saying stuff like hurry. I mean, if there was a time I time I know I'm not a boomer but if there was a time that I wanted to go like Karen that would have been yeah because you're sitting there going okay come on I've got a plane to catch I've got a plane to catch I'm like I'll never see them again so and then they're like right in front of us on the plane oh how funny yeah and then so we're on the I do a more comprehensive 
thing about that, but we're on the plane and wait, the plane, which got delayed like 15 minutes, like, cause my dad got a notification and was, and at first I'm like, after the ID snafu or whatever, I'm like, oh no, it's going to be canceled. It's delayed 15 minutes, 15 minutes. We get on the plane and it's to Newark and then like an hour or so into the plane ride, they're like, they hold because of the weather in Newark. And it's basically like they don't have enough fuel. So we go to some airport in Virginia. And then it keeps saying, oh, we're going to be playing. The flight will resume at 5. Then it goes to 5.30. Then it goes to 6. Then it goes to 6.30. And then it just is like, nah, not going to happen. Now, were you flying in the day of when you had tickets? Yes, uh, that's, we normally wouldn't have done that, but my mom has a job where like, she, we're like, we had to fly in the day of. Yeah, and, and you know, when I, I had to do that too, and I know everyone tells you, oh no, no, you should go the day before, but sometimes it's just not practical. You know, because either you, you know, you don't have enough time or because of other things happening to you. So absolutely, I, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was, I wanted to fly in the day before. but Oh, I bet you did. I, you wanted to fly in a week before, right? It's like that we could just camp out. I know that when I went during the first run, I was sweating the whole time that there would be wet weather, bed weather bad weather and I would have to you know they were going to cancel my flights like I was doing google maps like okay how many hours would it take me to drive to get to New York and like okay could I you know could I do you know could I could I convince a buddy to go with me uh even though he wouldn't have tickets and just you know kind of spare me but I ended up flying in the same day and um and seeing him, you know, everything worked fine for me, but I had the same fear you did. I absolutely did. So you, you, you reached the point where, you know, you're not going to make the show, correct? Just talk to me about how you felt. Uh, That was pretty hard. I, cause part of me was thinking before, like, you're not going to see Bruce. Like I had this intuition, like leading up to the show, like you're not going to see him. This is too good to be true. And then it just felt like it felt like it was confirmed in that moment. And I, I don't know. It's, it was hard. I, because I just felt like maybe the universe was telling me I didn't deserve to see him or something. And you're, uh, I know your dad's trying to like, it's going to be okay, Laura, it's going to be okay. But I'm sure you're just devastated. I was. And he, he was, he was sort of patting my back and just trying to reassure me but in that moment it just it was awful I like needed time to myself yeah yeah and so um 
you know, and then of course, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but like, okay, fine. We're in New York, but it doesn't matter. Right. Like, I, I mean, the whole reason I'm going is Broadway and to see Bruce, not, not to go eat somewhere in New York or see another show or, or tourist. I, you know, I was going in and now then that didn't happen. So we're just stuck in an expensive city, you know, feeling depressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was basically the next day we had to fly out. So it's basically we spent the night in Virginia. Yeah. Then we did the Virginia to Newark, which was about an hour. Yeah. And we basically had to do Newark back to New Orleans. Wow. That's it was airplane food. Yeah. The whole time. Gosh, that's horrible. Yeah. I just felt like I didn't want to do anything. I was devastated. I felt sort of, I don't want to do anything. Sure. Now, what did you guys do with your tickets uh, that, you uh, know, for the show? We last minute decided to contact a college friend of my dad's who lives in New York. And they accepted. Okay. So the so, tickets did not go to waste, but it still was, yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah. That time. Yeah. So uh, you get home and then does your, do you guys immediately start trying to make plans to try to go again? Tell me, walk me through that process. Yeah, we did. Uh, We were trying to like navigate the move-in process and for my college and how that would work. And we thought the 17th would work the best because you know, there's that month-long break for Broadway. And I, and that's the earliest one. So we did make plans. And then apparently a few days later, we, my dad tells me that we're going to go to Broadway that day. And then we're going to see my, eat with my godparents and their friends the next day. Okay. And we're flying in the day before. Oh, good time. This time you went, okay, good. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, yes. Uh, very nice. So were, were you still, like, pessimistic? Like, okay, something else is going to happen wrong? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't blame you. Every minor inconvenience, I was thinking this is how it's going to end. Yeah. Even when we were in New York. Yeah, like, okay, I just know this is going to happen, right? Yeah, our, fl- our flight to LaGuardia, because we were doing LaGuardia this time. Mm-hmm. The armrest broke, and then before takeoff, and then the, the flight ended up being like 30 minutes, getting up 30 minutes. But in those 30 minutes, I was like, this is how this is going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And then the elevator in the hotel in New York didn't work we didn't know how to do it because it was confusing and bad. And then I was like, this is how this is going to end. Wow. And my dad was saying, was telling me, you're not going to, you're not going to be at ease until we're actually there. Aren't you? And I'm like, yes, exactly. Right. Like I just, yeah. Until uh, I'm in my seat and he walks on stage, I am, I'm going to be worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so um, you get there. Mm -hmm. And uh, did you get to the show early or did you um, or did you I mean, like talk through the day? Tell me about the day. Uh, during the day, my uh, we sort of stayed in. We did DoorDash because we didn't want to we didn't want to like lose our vaccine pa passes. Yeah. Uh, no, we were we were taking it very seriously. Sure. Uh, we went to June. We got food from Juniors. Mm -hmm. Heard of it? Yeah. Uh, and then my, I'm like, my dad's telling me, I know you wanted a hot dog cart. You can look for the nearest one or walk to the nearest one. And I'm like, can I walk to the theater? I wasn't expecting him to say yes. And he's like, yeah. So I walked to the theater and there's some people around. I'm probably the youngest one there. About how far of the walk was it? Um, like three blocks, maybe. Okay. Okay. And I'm taking pictures. I'm absorbing the moment. I'm, and then a friend calls me because she wants to see it, everything. And I just can't believe I'm there. And I remember I saw a black Chevy Suburban with a New Jersey license plate. And I'm like, didn't Bruce, doesn't Bruce go in and out with a black Chevy Suburban with a New Jersey license plate? And then I'm verifying that with my Bruce friends. Yeah. And I, and then the windows are dark, which makes me also think that, but so I like, my, my friend jokes, she's joking but at the same time I don't think she is she's like knock on the door yeah I'm like no I'm not I don't want to but I do sort of stare and like inspect the Chevy Suburban I'm like you know yeah and someone go comes out of it it's definitely not Bruce and I'm trying to see what's in the back of the Chevy Suburban is it a guitar? And then I want, and then I was looking at how security was acting around me looking at it. They seemed to be sub subtle about it, but they were watching me. I'm not sure if that was that Bruce's Chevy Suburban. We'll never know. Or maybe it was, who knows? Okay. Very nice. So um, now um, you, you mentioned, um, you, you were going to meet your godparents, but what did you, did you adjust? Did you meet anyone online? Like any of your online Springsteen friends, did anyone meet you or you, you, you didn't try to do that? No, I just wanted it to, my dad and I, that would have been easiest. Yeah, sure. So. All right. So you get there. I take it. You did not see him before the show correct okay so you're in there on your seat and, wait okay wait another please. story please um, so my dad's like hey we should get we should leave at 6 30 or 6 40 i'm like no because i probably because i was just eager but we left i convinced him to let us leave at 6 15 6 10 and the line's already pretty long. So I was right on that. And then 
I really liked my outfit for the show. And some people are asking where I got my bag. It was a Bruce Springsteen bag and how old I was because there was this 34 year old who who said, excuse me, how old are you? And I'm like 20. And then she's like, I used to be one of those young people at the show, all enthusiastic. So it's refreshing to see that that's still going on. Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice statement. That's very nice. Yeah. And the lines moved so quickly. Very efficient. Now, did you have to show your ID card to get in? I mean, your, your passport, you know, your vaccine card? Yes. And interesting story about that. So when my dad got vaccinated, apparently they put his birthday wrong. So my dad, I remember before the show, this was in July, actually, my dad called the vaccine hotline. And my dad was thinking, I'll just show it on my phone so they can't really read it. And then he found out that Louisiana has this app, a state database app, which they said, which St. James or said they would accept state database apps. And that just says that he's vaccinated and then they inspect it and we get in. So that was, that was a scare too. Yeah. Like, God, what else can go wrong? Yeah. My dad was born on January 13th, but instead they, the vaccine person put January 31st. And it's like, it's not a fake we're vaccinated have they gotten it fixed by now um you can't really fix the actual card but on the health records and the state database it has it correct Good. okay great all right so you're um you're there you're in the theater Mm -hmm. and okay so let me ask you the truth laura are you thinking bruce is going to call out sick are you thinking you know, like, okay, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, I am. Or, or we got a note of, we actually like the day leading up, we got this notification from the theater and we're like, my dad like looks all scared. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is it going to be canceled? Because of the Delta variant. And it was just the information thing. Okay, good. All right. Now, um, did you, how were your seats? Pretty good. It was row Q, I want to say, in the center orchestra. And the seats were situated so, like, at, the seats were aligned, so even if someone was directly in front of you, you could still see. That's great. All right, so they... They announced, please turn off your cell phones and, you know, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he comes out. What was your first thought? So interestingly enough, the lights, it's eight o'clock and my dad's telling me these things normally are like five minutes after. Then the lights go off and I'm like, OMG and all that. And then I see this figure walk and I think it's a stagehand. Just. Okay. Been ready for the show. And then the lights turn on and it's Bruce. And I'm like, oh, wow. I clap. And it's, I also screamed like a groupie. And, <laughs> and, but no one could really hear it over the claps, which I'm yeah. 
And I'm like, this is Bruce. Wow. It just felt so weird and unreal. And it's my first time and I'm like. Yeah, because I was going to remind people, if you've not heard, Laura's been on the show a couple of times before. Mm -hmm. And um, she she's a second generation Bruce fan, but um, because of circumstances and her age, she's never seen Bruce tour. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was just too young during the earlier tours and and she had just so this was your first opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I I just imagine, you you know, like pinch me, right? This is a dream. It's there. I actually did pinch myself. (laughs) I love that. So okay, let's talk about the show. Um, I'm actually worried about talking about the show because everyone's telling me, "Tell me what it's like. Tell me what it's like when you, after you see it." And now that I've seen it, I'm worried that I like won't give them a good good story, and that it's kind of anticlimactic because they're like, "Laura, tell us. Laura, tell us." And then they're waiting for me to see it. And then I see it, and then I tell them it's just like, Meh. so I'm nervous. No, don't be nervous at all. Um, so you had seen the Netflix special, correct? Mm-hmm. So uh, now he's changed it some, correct? Correct. Yeah. So, um, what are some highlights of you? Let's start with that. What are I mean, I realized the whole thing, but I'm sure there were a couple songs that really spoke to you. The end of Thunder Road, because I really like the line, it's a town full of losers. And that line has helped me with resilience and just being a stronger, better person. And just hearing it at the end, it made me feel something in my body that I never felt before. Yeah like chills but at the same time it's not i don't know how to explain it Mm -hmm. maybe it's a feeling that's common with concerts and people will know what i'm talking about but well i know that land of hope and dreams has meant a lot to me and my family and so the first time i heard it live after the situation, you know, where I had, I had really used that as strength. Um, I did have, you know, I had, I started crying just because of the emotion of hearing it live. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and, and you've talked about it. I think you've been on the one lyric. I, I think, you know, you've been very, you've shared with me multiple times that, you know, one of the ways, you know, that you, dealt through your adolescence in high school right is this idea of it's a town full of losers I'm pulling out of here to win you know mm-hmm. the idea anyone who doesn't believe in me anyone who hasn't supported me you know blank you I'm pulling out of here to win so I absolutely can feel that first off Thunder Road is an amazing song anyway but then mm-hmm. to have that emotional connection and to hear it live where he's only a few feet from you I absolutely can feel that I I can imagine and understand the emotional resonance you're feeling yeah I 
not to sound like it didn't mean much to me, but I didn't cry. And I think that was because I, I get migraines and I was having a minor migraine. It wasn't like totally bad. I like took some medicine for the show, like, cause it happened like 10 minutes before or 20 minutes before the show. And then I took some medicine for it. It was a, it was, I'm not sure if it was a migraine or a headache, but, but it was still minor for throughout the show. And like, every time I felt like I could cry or I was going to cry, I'd get, I'd like get this pain right here. So I just, it made it harder if that makes sense. So I think that's why I probably didn't cry. Yeah, that makes total sense. So, um, other highlights. Hmm. See, this is what I mean about the anticlimactic. No, no, you're good. Um, I liked what he said before Dancing in the Dark mm-hmm. about how we make his life worthwhile and we make, and he makes our life worthwhile and how just it's kindness spreads and like the message spreads it just made me feel like good because I know I'm just one person yeah but he has done so much for me and I guess by that sense maybe I've done something for him that is nice to hear isn't it because for him to share that it's a two-way street mm-hmm. that you know he receives and and I would argue that I think emotionally we get more from him than we give to him, but that's not my place to say because he's give we, you know, our fandom has given him, you know, a success and the ability to support his family, to live every dream he could ever imagine. And also, you know, look, he's, you know, he's 70 and look, he looks like he's 50, right? I mean, he just, yeah, so absolutely what else were the highlights um i like some of the new stuff he added in yeah about voting rights black lives matter and the arrests because the arrests when i heard about it i it kind of troubled me sure now the fact that he can like crack jokes about it even though he wasn't drunk i don't even right i don't get that but that might that's another conversation and how he was talking about how it was called the United States versus Bruce Springsteen and how and how you have had to really screw it up if everyone in the United States is against you. That is a good line. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And it just made me feel better because I was really worried about him following that news. I was like, Bruce doesn't really drink that much. And right. so that hearing that was a relief um yeah i had a couple other people that are in recovery and you know and had privately talked to me of like i hope this isn't a sign that you know he's because of depression and self-medication and such but then to hear the full circumstances damn joking about it makes you go okay okay this is good this is fine yeah so that was a relief for me even though the incident happened months before yeah. Um, I liked uh, seeing Patty. I think Patty walked in in our 
like through the stage door and our backs were turned because someone was like hi patty and i'm like patty yeah so it was nice to see patty um hmm after American Skin, it was weird because I'm not one of those like uneducated fans. I know that when people say Bruce, it's not boo, but yeah. like I'm not sure if someone booed. Oh wow. Because it's- of the because of the American skin is can be um to some people a little yeah. controversial. Uh, I think it's an amazing song, but yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I'm like someone like said something. I I I honestly wasn't sure. Like it sound like because I know that when people say Bruce, they're not booing. Yeah, exactly. But, like when I think if it sound like you know the extent of like if I thought it was a boo, then maybe it was. Okay, good. Maybe it yeah. wasn't, and it was a Bruce. I don't know. Okay, good. Um, I like to see you in my dreams. Um, yeah. Even though I was mad that they took Born to Run out. Yes, because it's your first show and you've never heard him do Born to Run live. And I, I talk about that all the time, Laura, that, you know, if you go to see Bruce the first time, you don't hear Born to Run. It's got to be a little disappointing. But you do get to hear, you know, a song from Letter to You. So you're one of the few people, you know, everyone just during this run are the first people that have gotten to see that. Yeah. And this might sound like, like show my ignorance, but I felt like there were some boomer jokes I didn't get. Okay. I'm not sure because there were times when people were laughing and I'm like, why i don't get it i don't get it okay that, that's that's understand that, that that's good um so i know this is a dumb question but i'm gonna ask it anyway were you disappointed in anything was i disappointed in anything hmm just the fact that i was worried that i wouldn't have such a good story to tell yeah and uh what else the headache yeah that was i'm glad that it was not a major headache mm-hmm, but yeah. i could feel it if i like if i felt like i was gonna cry so like mm-hmm. um yeah. what else um oh this is going back a bit but i like born in the usa and the promised land and 10th avenue freeze out yeah i I like the fact that Bruce like still makes Clarence a part of the show. Yeah. Because when Clarence passed, there were times when like even as I was like 10, 9 when that happened, I was thinking how what's next and like will they be able to recover and like still keep it the spirit there yeah i think that keeping clarence in the show and not shying away from it is a good decision and a great way to honor him yeah i agree i think well said that's good cool so um did you buy a few souvenirs i got a poster before the show okay um and I'm trying to hang it in the common room of my 
apartment at college. My apartment mate said I could. And, but the poster keeps curling up and I don't have a car and my roommate is gone for the weekend. But she said she would drive me to Michael's. So you can get a frame. Yeah, that's good. Good. Well, good. Well, you will have to send us, send me a photo of it in the common room. Um, so anything else you want to add? This has been a great trip story. Yeah. So I remember the day after I was, I saw Bruce, I was calling the friend and then I was at the roof of the hotel, like the rooftop view. And I just felt like such an adrenaline rush and a thrill that I would just felt like I needed something to match it. And there was, of course, like a rooftop and I would just like dangle my phone off a 31 story building. I still have it. Yeah. But I know that if I would have dropped it, that would have not been good. That would have been awful. Absolutely. But I just felt like I needed something to like, I needed to, the thrill and all that. It's like something to match it. And I was just like, And that that was sort of scaring the person I was calling. <laughs> be like, what are you doing? Yeah. I need something. I need. I have energy. That is hilarious. Yeah, and I don't know. I would have gotten more souvenirs, but the souvenirs are so expensive. They are. They're very expensive. Like forty five dollars for a t shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I absolutely it so long it was so crowded there before yeah we... yeah it was i can imagine that's good i'm so glad i saw him it was like amazing like, yeah the concert thrill the thrill of like seeing him for the first time and waiting for that moment it was amazing i'm glad i'm glad it was everything you wanted it to be and i'm glad that the you know the second trip everything went fairly well and uh, I'm so happy for you Laura yeah it was my first time hopefully there's gonna be a tour I'm I'm really looking forward for the tour yeah me it too feel we- it still doesn't feel real so then sometimes I'm worried I'm like what if I didn't live in that moment to the fullest mm-hmm. I get worried because it doesn't feel real yeah well, I'm like, if I thought it was real or like if I lived it to the fullest, maybe I'd be thinking differently. Or maybe I'm just so in shock. Yeah. And, and I think it's just it, it, it is, you know, you have something that you're anticipating for so long and with such, um, you know, enthusiasm. And, you know, it sounds like it paid off. It sounds like you did well. And so um, good for you. And, and I'm so happy for you. And I'm so happy you were willing to jump on and share with me. Um, just good thoughts. Any final thoughts you want to share? Oh, no, I'm just so thrilled and happy and glad. It's amazing. Bruce is my reason to believe. And I'm, I'm just, oh, I saw Bruce. That's yep. so crazy. Yep. You, you've now got your one. Right. As when someone asks you, well, how many times have you seen Bruce? You can go one. 
it was on Broadway, one and counting. The thing about seeing Bruce on Broadway versus a tour is that you could, Bruce is expressive in a way on Broadway that he's not in concert bits. Like, yes. not like Bruce is more subtle. Like, you can, like, he's more like, I don't know if meticulous is the right word, but with his expressions, it's different and you can see them in ways that you couldn't on a tour. Yeah. What I would. So that was really interesting, like seeing why I'm glad. I, one of the reasons I'm glad I saw him on Broadway is I got to see Bruce in a different type of expressive light. Yeah, that absolutely. Well said. Good. Mm-hmm. Laura, have a great fall. Uh, good luck on the courses and, um, you know, enjoy um, things at least a little back to normal in school. Yeah, uh, a little year ever. Yeah. And, and hopefully we will catch up again another time. Uh, be careful and uh, be good. Um, you know, I, I just always love visiting with you and I'm so glad you're sharing. So listeners, you go get vaccinated. Even if they put your birth date on it wrong, at least you know you're protected. Uh, Remember to social distance, wear a mask, and let's all be good to each other because that's how we're going to get through this. But for now, thank you. Thank you, Laura. And we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation. And I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlustingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Brew shirts, as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash... And right now, who does? You can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking. Hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listening Bruce. Set Listening Bruce is part of the Southgate Media Podcast Group. The theme for Set Listening Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.